0: Mark, my first question to you is how did how did the uh, how did the picks do this weekend? how how were how were the uh, predictors doing? Mark, to Alusia?
1: Hey, hey, Maddie, how, how's Joy. it
0: going? Uh, hey, you're here. You're good. Uh, all right, all right. I I just lost you for a second. I think I got you now. You were back. You were back. How did the uh, how did your official predictors do this weekend on the games? Well, I didn't do great, and <laughs> I don't think I know. I, I didn't. So.
1: No, uh, there's a there's a few of us that, that did pretty well. The uh, two that are 15 to five overall, but um, really we're not. And I think this week might be even tougher because I think this might be the coming up. This coming week might be the most competitive games we've had in a while. I think the most you know games that are toss ups um, that could go either way. You know, but yeah, not really great stop for me again. Yeah, it seems to happen every year
0: big big win for Bangor the other night um I'm, I'm sure you had people uh close to you that were up at that game what the heck happened because I don't think anybody in the state expected Bangor to get their their first one of the year on Friday night
1: no I didn't even put that as one of our 10 games I, I, <laughs> um, Bangor, Bangor is on there this week as uh, they played garen which I, I think that might be a competitive game also but um you know, I didn't expect that actually we have a video up of the ending of that of, Cassidy Lesterner was up there, and she did a video of when the fans charged the, yeah. charge the field there. So that, that, field. Was, that was kind of cool. Um, but, no, I, <laughs> I I guess I didn't know where Wyndham was at. Um, I, I thought they were better than that. I, I mean, not, not, not trying to take anything away from Bangor, but um, Wyndham hasn't scored a point in two weeks now. So, um, you know, I, I guess I, I didn't know. I thought this would be the week against De'Aaron where they might, you know, pull off their first win or be close or, or whatnot. but no they they did against Wyndham, so good for bangor, and um you know just a little bit about bangor though, they coach Morris will have that program back i mean he he will um he's one of the best baseball coaches in the state, and i I know it's a whole different game but but I have no doubt that he'll get that program back to you know where they should be.
0: Anything surprising to you through week two uh, with the stuff that's happened around your neck of the woods? I know it's only, you know, I like to say it's only a small sample size, but, you know, we're already a, a, already a quarter of the way through the year.
1: Yeah, um, I guess that um, Cody seems to be the favorite in, in Class B now. Um, just I mean, again, it's only two weeks. But they, they, just how they play the first two weeks, they, they seem to be the favorite. Um, big, big game this week, though, they, they play um, Scalhegan. Which um, you know that you could go either way, and I think the winner of that game will will be you know the front runner right now through through three weeks. But Hegan had a big week, uh, big win themselves. So, I mean, I didn't. I guess that was my biggest surprise last week. When I mean, when they got down, I mean, I thought Brunson would, would win that game going in, and I, you know once they got down twenty one nothing, I saw I thought, oh okay, that one's over. But you no, know, Hegan kind of like you human blackfish came back twenty one zero.
0: Talking to Mark Kallen from Eastern Maine Sports. EasternMainSports.com. Class C. Uh, how's Class C North looking so far? I know that's uh, that's always pretty wide and wide and varied.
1: It it is. Um, this week, um, another big, the probably the biggest one on Friday night up here is uh, Herman Nikomas. Uh Herman's two and zero. Um, they were my pick before the year, but Nicomis is a strong team this year too, and um, should be right there in the mix, and, and that that should be a one to watch. Um, you know, I think it will be close, and um, see where Herman's at. They haven't really played tough opponents the first two weeks, so so we'll see see where they're at. But as I said, they were my pick before the year. But Nicholas um, uh, uh played a close game with Winslow in week one, and and then won against the OceanSide week two. So I think that's going to be the game uh, of the week. Uh, MCI plays MDI. Uh, uh, MDI, I guess we don't. They lost a lot of players. Like we don't know where they're at, we'll we'll find out this week. And, uh, um, I I mean, I expect MCI to win that game, but um, how MDI plays will kind of determine where they're going to be here going forward.
0: Can you imagine, just a few years ago, we would have said a game between Nikomas and Herman was a featured game? I mean, really?
1: No. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Yeah, even, even, as you said, even even two years ago. (laughs) You know, that, that would have been, like... Yeah, not near the top of the list on on games you would want to you know check out what's going on. But this week it really is, along with a couple of Class D games, which um, which will be um, a couple of two and o matchups there in Class D. But I, I, Herman Nicholas is the game to to watch, and as you said, those programs have come a long ways in a short time.
0: I think that I saw one of your pieces. Herman's got a lot of kids out, right? Am I am I right about that?
1: Um. Yeah, I don't think it was uh, it might have been Ben Daly or something, but it, it, it I, they do have some kids out, um but uh you know, they got they got as good of a quarterback as you're gonna find in class C and Trask and he and he's there. So um they, I think they do the you know, in it's tough when the numbers are the numbers are pretty good at Herman, but it numbers aren't when he missed a few kids, uh, that does does hurt. But um that yeah, that's a toss-up game. i, I, I I wouldn't tell you who I was going to pick anyway because you might give it away, but, uh, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know that one because that, that's uh, two good teams, and, and I think both those could be battling at the end of the year, along with, along with MCI and, and Winslow in, in class, class 6.
0: Talk with Mark Kalman from Eastern Main Sports, EasternMaineSports.com. Uh, soccer wise, field hockey wise, things are, are pretty much uh, un- underway. Things uh, playing out kind of how you'd expect up that way?
1: Uh, you won't believe this one. Skowhegan is good. It feels like <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> Oh, i'm shocked. Yeah. this well what an underdog story that is
1: <laughs> yeah I and mean, that most good, i don't know what it is, 21 to one
0: the first three
1: games or whatever they've done but they do have a big one tomorrow with matchskiski has beat him uh, beat him a two times during the regular season the last couple of years so so that'd be interesting another good uh, good story is Bilakiki like really speaking of, of a true underdog story um PTHS out of gopher they were over 14 last year and they're they're three and0 right now so that that's that is a good story there, as uh, um, they've got a lot of freshmen, a lot of you know, and they they kind of came out of you know surprising some teams. I know they beat Dexter, who's a good field lucky program, and they're, they're three and zero. They have a tough one today though; they play Class B uh, Foxtrot, So I'm not sure how that will go for them, but if they win that or even come close, that just kind of shows shows where they're at. And a good story there in Guilford, and uh, that's in feel lucky. Bill soccer, uh, Camden Hills, Mount Area. Play this week. Um, they're both three and O. Texas girls kind of made a statement. They were the runner up last year in Northern Maine to Holton, and they they, they were the favorite coming in. And they're they're three and outscoring scoring points twenty six twenty sixty two. So they kind of dominated dominated their first three games. And and uh, strong team strong team there. Uh, boys action got I think George Stevens Fort Kent the favorite. See they kind of already made that known. And uh, Herman's good in Class B.
0: Talk with Mark Callan from Eastern Maine Sports. Eastern Maine and you're, Sports, Maddie, you're,
1: you're kind of the busiest man. then I see you on TV <laughs> hey. Friday night, and then you uh, in uh, flying south on Saturday.
0: Quite a weekend, huh? Yeah, it was quite a weekend. I uh, I was I was live in the studio on on Friday night, and then hopped up early in the morning to hit Boston and get on a plane, and got down there for the University of Maine's uh, big win over Western Kentucky, and got to witness that live and in person, and take all that in and then got home yesterday and listened to the pats on the way home and then uh, watch the replay afterwards thanks to the old nfl game pass and feel uh feeling fairly fairly rested and and and, and ready to go so you main plays in central michigan in a couple of weeks i'm already trying to scheme to get there we'll see how it all it, works it's out. not quite as spectacular as the five games five days not but- quite if the next time you can add a Sunday game in there, that yeah. would if be a I can a coup. add a little Sunday game in there. That would be cool. Hell, maybe I can add a, a, you know, the Tigers are at home that weekend too, playing the Royals. You know, if I can add a You guy. could do
1: a, what, a Friday night, do your Friday night football and go down there for you.
0: You mean play a night game? Yeah, I, I don't know the time yet. They're waiting on TV. Uh, that's going to be announced today. My guess is it'll be around, my guess is that game's probably going to be around 1 o'clock. Here's the problem. For me to take a flight into Detroit that day, I either have to leave Friday afternoon, or I'm not getting there in time for the game because the next flight that leaves for Detroit uh, uh, does not leave until 4:30 on Saturday. You mean that's not a regular stop? That's not a re- <laughs> for some reason Boston to Detroit on the regular isn't as not isn't happening. as direct as Boston to Nashville apparently. So, we'll, is that uh, the
1: weekend? Uh, is that the weekend? The pass play
0: that yeah. is that. Does however happen to be the same weekend that the Pats play. You are one hundred percent correct. However, the Pats are playing on Sunday night. So if I went to that game, you know, I'd have to miss here Monday. So we'll we'll see how I can finagle. I know Aaron Morrison said he could fill in if needed, uh that, that Monday, so and he might have to anyways, so we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: It's only like a good weekend and uh you know, Pats uh you know, they did okay yesterday. I think they're gonna be uh maybe lose a few more games than usual. it be good enough to win the AFC East, huh?
0: Yeah, I think they're gonna be just fine. I think they're gonna be uh I think they're gonna be absolutely fine. I, I I think their defense is better this year already than it was last year, at any point than it was last year. You're talking about a receiving core now that if Philip Dorset has finally found a role that he's carved out and healthy for this team. I mean, they won yesterday and they got virtually no production out of Chris Hogan. Um really. I mean he had no. he had point I know he had one fantasy point. So that, catch, that to think. me is yeah. one catch, you know, he didn't, he didn't, and he recovered a fumble. So he was barely utilized yesterday. Um, I, I, I just, they, we still haven't seen Sony Michelle unleashed, unleashed yet. I, I think this whole team up and down the roster offensively and defensively, you know, if they continue to, to stay somewhat healthy and they they can avoid having a Jeremy Hill injury every week, uh, they're, they're going to be okay. The rest of the way, big test this week on the road against Jacksonville, but, I don't know, Jacksonville only scoring twenty one points on the road against the Giants is something that kind of perks my ears up a little bit too.
1: Yeah, that should be a low scoring game, I think, and hopefully the pass blow out and uh uh the Yankees and uh gonna hold on to the
0: wild card. No, I don't know. Well, they're gonna hold on to the wild card. Uh, you know, I don't, don't know, know if they're gonna hold on to home field. I and frankly if they I'll tell you what, I'm gonna make the hottest of the hot takes right this second. If they are planning to start Masahiro Tanaka in the wild card game, I would prefer they do it in Oakland because Oakland is an expansive stadium. And the odds of him giving up the short porch Yankee Stadium Homer <laughs> in Oakland are a hell of a lot less than if he does it at Yankee Stadium. I would it would not be the end of the world. If they had to go to Oakland for a wild card, I wouldn't be a fan, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. I still, at this point, I don't expect anything out of this team anyway. I don't know. Something's wrong with Gary Sanchez. I don't know what, but he has not rebounded at all. He has taken a major, major step back this year. Judge that, Sto- that,
1: that could be a bullpen game for
0: both teams. It really, it could end up yeah, being a bullpen game for both teams. I've been, a, I've been a proponent the whole time. I would start Jay Happ in the wild card game. I, I think Happ is – because you're going to – look, no matter who starts that game – what are you going to do if they if they if they start to suck? You're going to the bullpen immediately. I would yeah. I would go J Happ and go from there. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah,
1: probably out of their pitches that that's who they should trust the most. Um, you know, at this point, not, definitely not Severino at, at this point, and uh, I, I would think so. But um, you know, people people kind of panicking about the Red Sox bullpen. I understand why, but the three guys they used yesterday that they're going to make the postseason for All did well: Brazier, Wright, and Kimbrell. I mean Johnson and. Is it going to make the postseason roster? And uh, Henry is on the borderline, so I, I think it's kind of. I mean, Houston was in the same position going to the playoffs last year, and then they end up using Morton out of the bullpen, and and they were fine. You know, I, I, I mean, obviously it's their weakness, but I don't, I don't think it's as. I, I think they can overcome that, <laughs> you know, because of the, the, I mean, Glazier and Wright are going to be good out of the bullpen. I can't believe I'm saying Stephen Wright is the key, but. That's
0: where they're at. You never know who's going to be the... I think Sonny Gray could be a key for the Yankees in the the playoffs because I think you're going to need a, a guy who can come out of the pen, who can throw, you know, sinkers, like... I always look back at Derek Lowe in 2004. I mean, Derek Lowe, to me, was one of the biggest keys and still doesn't get nearly the amount of credit that I think he should for those 2004 teams because his sinker was working, and his sinker was working at the perfect time. Sinkers, to me, are like knuckleballers. They're streaky pitchers. And if that sinker is sinking, they are perfect out of the pen. They're perfect out of uh, starting. It doesn't matter. And if you can have a guy who can do that and start inducing some ground balls... That's a great way to not only pick up the pace of your game and get your defenders into the ball game, but it's also a great way to really get the other team into a long slump because then they're then they're looking to hit something that they can lift and maybe they're a little more picky in which case you can catch them looking. You know, it's the, there's a lot of there's a lot still left to play. I'm going to be real interested to see how healthy Cleveland is when the playoffs start. How healthy Houston is when the playoffs start. I think Houston's starting to find their form uh, yeah. a little bit. Um, how healthy the Red Sox and Yankees both are I- as they get there. What about Oakland? Who, whoever wins that one wild card game, you know the, that moves on to, to face the Red Sox in that round. You know that's a, that's a that's a tough five game series. Whoever it is for the Red Sox, I honestly think they match it better with the Yankees than they do the Athletics.
1: Oh, I agree. I I, I agree, and I, I think I actually think Oakland's bullpen is
0: it's the Yankees. I I would agree oh, yeah. with that too. There's it doesn't yeah. have the names, but I'll tell you what they they seem to have the numbers. The only you know. The only thing I will say is they do employ Fernando Rodney. And yeah. when you employ Fernando Rodney, hey boy. you are asking for your bullpen to be called a little uh, like uh, a little out of it because Fernando Rodney's there. So I can see yeah. where there'd be some sort of, you know, some sort yeah. of. Stuff
1: Rosa, though can go a lot like he can go 2 3 innings and you don't see that much in, you know, and he, you know nowadays. Yeah, I know he's gonna 3 innings at least a couple times. And you know, especially that wild card game, they, they might put him in the sixth, or seventh inning if they if they're tied or ahead. You know? so, so that that's where they got kind of an advantage there. And then, you know, some of the uh, Yeah, Rodney, I forgot about him. Yeah, they're going do well against him
0: too. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> but, hope I am truly hoping that whatever they do, they bring in Fernando Rodney to close in that wildcard game. And that that to me, I think is when that's when the the bleep shall hit the yeah, fan. There it goes. That is my that is my thought. So we'll see. Uh, Hey, no matter what happens, fun anyway. no matter what happens, the Celtics' season starts really soon. Okay, so we can at least look forward to that, right? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the way I'm looking at it right now. And the Patriots well, are still go. going there. On you go. It,
1: that so. should be a fun year too. But uh, yeah, hopefully we got another what six weeks, six seven weeks of baseball
0: at least. I would, I would assume for so. For one of us, right? For one of us, well, yeah. at least five weeks. You know, maybe four. You know, we'll see. Mark Kelland, yeah. Eastern Maine Sports. You can find them on the Twitter. Look for Eastern Maine Sports. Find them on Facebook as well. Mark, we will talk to you next week. Thank you very much. All right, thanks,
1: Matty. Take Thank you, here,
0: Matt. That's Mark Kelland from Eastern Maine Sports, joining us here on Mondays on the Beulah Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Care Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. Hey, speaking of things happening.